Hi, good afternoon, everybody. You've got gas, the afternoon edition. We're here at the Grand National Roadster Show in the United Pacific booth, and we have been talking to some amazing people, and we're going to continue to do that throughout the day. With me, as always, Randy Cardoon from KNX 1070 Radio and talking about cars. And right in between us is Tom Stark from Precision Designs in Denver, Colorado. So Tom, Denver, all Denver. the way in from Denver. Denver. That's right. You know, one of the differences between Denver and here, we don't shovel sunshine. No, you don't have to shovel sunshine at all. No. How the weather is? What is the weather like? Right I'll now? tell you what. You know, January it's been uh, it's been really nice. Actually, we've had weather in the 50s and 60s. Oh wow! And sunny and and yeah, uh, yeah it's just. Southern California weather, really. I've got a friend uh, from here who moved up there, became part of a car club called the Detonators. Oh, yeah, the Detonators, yeah. Yep, yeah. and uh, we saw him at Bonneville this last year, covered in salt. Good so for I him. Said, huh? That's kind of, uh, as I understand it, that's an occupational hazard when you go to Bonneville. <laughs> well, yeah, you definitely do. I mean, his car, it was primed when he started, and it was red, it was white when we when he after yeah. ran. Yeah. I mean, it was just, and that... He was covered. He, he showed me his shirt. It would stand up by itself. It was so covered in, in salt. When it answers back, that's when you have that's a problem. That's when you have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, so, his blood pressure went up so high wearing the shirt. Yeah, you got to well, stay away from salt. There's no yep. place on earth like Bonneville, right? No, there's no, nothing like true. that. It's Tom, amazing. What kind of automobiles do you, uh, what kind of work do you do at your design? Okay, line? so, you know, we do uh, a little bit of everything, really. We've uh, we, we built 32 Ford pickups to 2018 Riddler cars. Riddler. Everything in between. Yeah, 2018, Johnny Martin and I, uh, we teamed up, uh, our shops teamed up, I should say, and we won the Riddler. Wow. Silver 57 called Imagine. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I know the car. Yeah. That was wow. us. That thing is yeah. so slick and smooth. Yeah. yeah. How long yeah. did it take to put something like that together? Well, that car had been under construction a long time, been through a number of shops, and, and uh, we had it for five years, worked on it five years. Wow. And when I say we, Johnny had it in his place, so he's south of me about four hours. Yeah. Um, and then I had it at my place, and he had it in his place, and I had it at my place, and that's how those cars go. You know? Wow. That's a long bit. you got to be a patient owner. Okay. Well, to go win the Riddler like that, that's yeah. not just building a 32 Ford. No, you know? no, I mean, no. It, it, uh, That car was built to do a job, and that was to go win the Riddler award. Okay. And we had a heck of a start to begin with, and yeah. we kind of pushed it to the finish line. All right, now you built one of the uh, United Pacific pickup trucks a while ago, and it just flat cool. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, okay, so I bought a bunch of truck cabs, and um, we had started to... Uh, uh, you know, build some cool like shop truck, if you will. Yeah. And uh, that's your truck, by the way. It is. It? It's mine. I had I bought a bunch of cabs and was selling them off, you know, as normal. And I couldn't get uh, I, nobody wanted to give me anything for this one. And it was really nice. It just needed the typical rust repair. You know, the doors were okay. You know, that kind of stuff. So, so I I ended up building a chassis for it and uh, you know set the body on it, tried a few things. I wanted it super low. I, yeah. I wanted that. That Southern California, like the roads are decent, drivable, yeah. low. Yeah. They're changing, let me tell you guys. On the way in, it was not oh, yeah. smooth anymore. Anyhow, um, United Pacific had seen what I was doing with it, and I was talking with John and David about it, and um, you know they were happy enough to help us with some with some products. Okay. And had had their uh, lots of their sheet metal on and their fenders and doors, and I was a little skeptical on. Um, how good is this stuff? You know, I'm gonna have to yeah. work on it just like you have to work on original stuff. You know, right. uh, seriously bought fenders and bolted them on. 
wrong. And they fit. Wow, it's right. You know, and I mean, you had to put the fender brace in it and stuff like intended, but really you couldn't tell that it was an aftermarket replacement fender. It looked pretty good, right? That's good, yeah. And so we hauled it here in my booth um, several years ago now, and um, these guys really liked it. So, hey, we want to we want to help you here. Let's okay. you know, we want to use this with you, you know. And we're building truck parts. Okay, you know. So we want to you know we want you to try some doors and see how they fit. And my doors fit pretty good. My original doors were yeah. nice. You know, they weren't bad by any means. They needed lower skins and whatever. Yeah. So I was going to work on them. And um, they, uh, David sent me some doors when he got home. And I, you know, I got them. Like, yeah, let's see what these things look like. You know, the fenders were pretty good. Yeah. And I put new hinges in it and the new doors and left my original hinges, you know, the ha second half of the hinge in the cab, original cab, mm -hmm. and literally dropped the pins on shut the door and it fit. Wow. The and, gap. and for those people who are who build cars like that, it may not sound like that's a big deal, but it really is a big deal. I yeah, agree. that's hours upon hours of labor. Well, we had set aside, you know, a whole week to prep this thing to, to bring it back, you know, and make sure the doors fit. Right. That's what we're selling, you know, and and um, I didn't need a week. I needed a few hours. Well, that, that's, and that's a benefit to your customers. Absolutely. that you're building cars for because that's hours saved in, in cost. You know, and that allows us to uh, uh, work on the car. Let's have fun with the car yeah. or the truck. You know, let's let's not spend money and time fixing the rust, fixing fixing yeah. the project before we can have some fun with it, you know? And you can put money where you want exactly. to, not where you have yep. to necessarily yep. do it. You know, my doors were good. The structure was good and everything, but it needed lower skins from the belt line down. Yeah. And that's not hard. You know, we, I can make that stuff. That's what we do. You know, we have power hammers and Bailey equipment and Yoder and all that stuff. And, and um, we don't need to do that. Let, these guys already did that for us. It saves the time and makes some fun parts. Right. I was just going to say, but it takes time to do it the old-fashioned exactly. vacuum will. And right. while you can yep. do it, yep. it's certainly yep. different that you have an opportunity to. Who, who's that over there? That's my little guy, Blaine. Come, hey, come on, Blaine. Come, here. come on back here, Blaine. Come on back here, buddy. Come on back here. There you go. Alright, Blaine. Blaine, the next the next generation of he hot is. rod builders. Yeah. Has he has he begun to learn about all the tricks? Oh boy, you know, I gotta tell you, this this guy's following my footsteps, and I don't know if that's good or bad, you know, but <laughs> yeah. we're uh, he was with me and, and built parts of the truck. We're talking about the, the little truck. Yeah. And uh, you know, I got him running the hammer and if you go on my website or my Instagram, you know, yeah. I've got video of him running the hammer and <laughs> really? making wow. some little blisters for the firewall and some of that stuff. And know? that's a lost art. You're gonna have the skill that many people have forgotten and you're gonna be in demand, you know that? People are going to want you working on the car. So, so we have junior dragsters as well. There you go. And this is one of one of my drivers, if you will. You know? Well, you know the junior dragster the program is an excellent program. Erica Enders, three-time top pro stock champion, yeah. started out in junior dragsters. Leah Pritchard. Leah Pritchard, yeah. who we've interviewed. Yeah. Top fuel racer, started yeah. out in junior dragsters. Yeah. Sean Bellamy, double B funny car champion, junior dragsters. My son even started out in junior dragsters. He doesn't do anything on cars though. No, he doesn't. But, <laughs> but he did like it because he was the same age as Erica Andrews and, Erica and uh, Leah Pritchard. So he liked going to the races to see them drive. But uh, yeah. you like it when you see the girls drive? It's cool. It's yeah. cool. You don't see a lot of You can put a microphone so people can hear what he says. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see a lot of girls driving anymore. You haven't been to Southern California. We nope. just had a junior drag race last weekend in Irwindale. 
during at least 30 girls driving in Union. So tell them about your sister's car. Uh, so my dad just finished, uh, uh, started it from scratch. Yeah. And rebuilt uh, a junior dragster and changed up a lot of it. It's pretty fast. Cool. Now, what, uh, how, how quick are you running right now? Uh, 890. 890, all right. How old are you? Uh, 12. 12, all right. So you're going to get down to 790? Yeah. We had a junior out of the track last Thursday night, electric. Don't let him run. He ran 786 at 98 miles an hour. In a wow, that is quick. And they're all scratching their heads now going, well, we have an ET limit, but we never thought about setting a mile an hour limit. And by the end of the night, he was at 99 miles an hour. Wow. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is, you have people say, well, that's just a kiddie car. And I go, well, at 12 years old, how fast were you driving? Right. Now, think about that. Yeah. So, right. Some of these cars are faster than a, a regular race car. Yeah. His, his 60 foots were 1.7, right. which is equivalent to a 12-second car. That's a fast car. And at half track, he was at uh, 5.1 and 790. He ran 786 on one run. Wow. So the thing hooked wow. up really well. Very yeah, good. that's pretty cool. Wow. That's really cool. So United Pacific bodies. Yes. Components. You have the bed. You have the fenders. You have yes. the doors. Yes. And uh, you know everything. Everything that they're supplying is, is pretty good stuff. You know, and, and David wanted feedback from me. How they fit? How they go on? And I said, you ain't gonna believe this. They went right on there. And he goes, I do believe that. That's that's what that's what it takes. You know, and, and yeah. he's keeping um, you know he's keeping good track and of the quality and the parts that they're building. You know, the fact that the, that cab right there is, is built like Henry built it. And yeah. so you can use it for replacement parts. So if you need a roof skin, which how many of them trucks are out in the desert sure, with, yeah. with the roofs all caved in? Well, we metal finished mine, yeah. and I have hours upon hours and oh, yeah. dense, you know. Why would you not buy a roof skin and hold it on? Exactly. And I, when I built mine, uh, my car had been in a fire, so yeah. the roof had collapsed yep. in. We yep. had 40 hours just impounding it out and yeah. trying to get the shape right. Then we skim coated it. Then yep. we had to block it. And here, you can just buy this and weld it in place. Yep. Yeah, I mean, in the back panel. How many of those, yeah. your, your luggage, your cargo, they get beat into the yeah. into the back of the these cab? Were, these were work trucks. People yeah. did not buy pickup trucks in the 30s as a personal vehicle. That's right. fact. It was a work truck. It yep. was on the farm. It was hauling stuff, junk. They tossed stuff in the back. It was an expendable vehicle. That's basically what it was. It was yeah. everybody hauling things around. There right. was a purpose. There was a yeah. reason for it. Yeah. Not to look cool on the streets, which well, a lot of the trucks are nowadays. It right. was transportation. Yeah. Right in the 30s, it's transportation. It was, it was a work vehicle. It yeah. was not a personal vehicle unless you couldn't afford a second vehicle. It just right. amazes me after all these years how many of those vehicles are still around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're still around. You know, even even today you go hunting early iron and you got to look. But, you but find it's there. It. It's yeah. there. You can find it. But, like we said, you can find the early iron, but the amount of money you're going to spend in getting the body ready for paint right. is going to be greater than what it costs to buy a brand new one from United Pacific. Right. And all you've got to do is maybe a little bit of block and a couple of touch-up spots, shoot it, you're done. You know, even uh, you want to buy one, but you want a chopped one, right? Yeah. Even a five-window or a truck. Yeah. Well, you ain't going to chop an original car as easy as you're going to chop a new body. They're, they're straight. You they're just fun. go straight to cut. You yeah. don't have to repair anything. You don't have to fix a rust. Anything. Right. You don't have all of that stuff. Right. You just buy one and start having fun. And over years, just through, even through good usage, they bend. They bend. They warp. 
Yeah, you and know, one thing my truck cab was, as nice as it was, is it wasn't square anymore. Yeah. So you got to push the door openings back square to get the doors to work. And that stuff's not hard. Especially for me, it's not hard. It just takes time to do it. Yeah. You know, that's just what it takes. All right, so if someone wanted to contact you to have you do work or build a car for them, what would they do? Yeah, so you can you can find me on the web, Precision Designs Fabrication. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at okay. Precision Designs. Um, it's really easy to find me if you Google Black Mac Fire Truck. We didn't talk about okay. that. We didn't. In 2011, I built a fire truck. Okay. Um, and it, we debuted it at SEMA. We won a Mother's Choice Award with that. Wow, wow. Um, it was... Uh, it was the best thing I did for my little company, you know. Um, it, it's really, really cool. That's big correct. and black, big shiny wheels, gold leaf on it, and it was Viper powered and burnout. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much hey, for joining you us here. You've got gas, the Great American Auto Scene, and talking about cars, coming to you live from the Grand National Roadshow Show at the United Pacific booth. Stop by and say hi to us here today. Before we do it, though, what? I think if you want to get a hold of the folks yes. at United Pacific Auto, yeah. uh, I think you're going to want to uh, give them a phone call. Uh, let's see here. Their number is... That's the fax. That's the... It's teeth. 866- 327-5288-866-327-5288 or you can get a hold of them. I think that's the fax number. 888-986-6088. Fax number 888-986-6088. And we're not just talking about United Pacific because they want us to. I have their products on my car, and they're great. He is a customer. I'm a customer. And I soon will be, because and I'm he will be checking out their lights. Their, uh, by the end of the show. By the end of the show. He's going to have a set of lights. Yes, I will. We'll talk about that later. See All right, folks. Time. We'll be back in just a little bit with more interviews coming to you live from the Grand National Roadshow Show here at the Pomona Fairgrounds in Pomona, California.